You're listening to SBS News. After departing Plymouth in the UK in August, the Dutch ship Oosterskelde has arrived in Rio de Janeiro. It's on a two-year mission to work with future scientists who will study species discovered by Charles Darwin and develop projects to save them. On board, the crew of seven sailors is readying the tall ship for the next stage of its trip, retracing the voyage taken by a young Charles Darwin aboard the HMS Beagle that passed around South America and went to Australia and New Zealand. Rodri Hall is a Darwin 200 participant. The, the idea is that we, we travel around the world to the ports that Charles Darwin visited and we work with local conservationists and we share, we share their stories. So these are the guys doing, doing the work, doing real work to actually help help the environment, help endangered species. Young naturalists and conservationists are exploring a remaining patch of the Atlantic forest in Rio de Janeiro state. The Atlantic forest has been decimated by deforestation over centuries, but thanks to international efforts, the number of golden lion tamarind monkeys has rebounded from as little as 200 individuals. With fewer than 5,000 monkeys, it's still considered an endangered species. In Brazil, the animal became a symbol for wildlife preservation. Miss Karen Bruin Carrias is a Darwin 200 participant. She's hoping to take this experience back to her native Venezuela. I was very surprised and very emotional. I even cried because this animal isn't even supposed to exist. It would not have survived the extinction process it was going into head on. And thanks to these people and their great effort, we are able to see it in its natural state. Primatologist Jane Goodall is one of the patrons of the Darwin 200 expedition and she makes a virtual appearance during the project's visit. Also applauding young naturalists' efforts is botanist Sarah Darwin, the great-great-granddaughter of Charles Darwin. Always with a copy of On the Origin of Species in hand, Miss Darwin speaks passionately about her famous ancestors' presence in these lands. The Atlantic rainforest for me is particularly special because I think it was probably Darwin's most enduring um, experience of his five-year voyage. So you could say that South America was really everything to Darwin, but I think the Atlantic forest was particularly important. I think he had a near... Uh, he had a very emotional experience when he was in the forest. Um, I think he felt... Uh, it, it touched his soul, let's say, the experience of walking in the Mata Atlantica forest. For three mornings, the Darwin Project's young participants kneel under the scorching sun, planting a green corridor that will be a future safe passageway for the golden lion tamarind. The 300 tree seedlings they plant, only centimeters tall at present, will eventually connect two patches of forest together. Until recently, the bare and dry land they are replanting belonged to a ranch owner who had torn down its trees for cattle pastures. Jessica Tax is a young participant from the Netherlands. The, plant, the planting of the trees is very important uh, to increase the connectivity of the area. And I'm currently working on a Darwin 200 project uh, to investigate the fragmentation and the importance of connectivity and uh, the consequences of fragmentation in this area. 
John McKinley is CEO of Carbon Capture Solutions, one of the sponsors of the project. We've got everybody here who's providing free labour to re-establish their own community and their environment. We need to help that. So I want to see this turning into hundreds of acres, thousands of acres. AMLD has been purchasing land from farmers and cattle ranch owners to reforest one patch at a time. They bought a first parcel of 137 hectares in 2018 and another of 180 hectares in November. Luis Paulo Ferraz, executive director of the Golden Lion Tamarind Association, says monkeys are too scared to cross the few hundred meters of bare land that sometimes separate two aisles of green vegetation, fearing they might become prey of larger predators such as big cats, hence the need for so-called green corridors. We have endeavoured to form corridors between forest fragments to allow for the circulation of animals and increase the genetic diversity of those populations. Because if they remain in isolated fragments, there is inbreeding, which compromises the health of those groups in the long run. The process is slow and expensive, as it requires heavy and regular maintenance, especially in the first few years. But it is rewarding. On the ground, the bare hills bought by AMLD in 2018 are now vibrant and green. They are covered with a healthy forest and inhabited by many animal species that they can track thanks to night vision cameras. The Darwin 200 project will soon set sail again, journeying to the Galapagos Islands where Darwin made some of his most important discoveries. The boat will then go to Australia and New Zealand before returning to South America and then crossing the Atlantic again to South Africa before going back to England. Stuart McPherson is the founder and leader of the Darwin 200 project. We leave from Rio de Janeiro on Wednesday morning and head down to Punta del Este, to Uruguay, and start our next Darwin leader group down there to train more tomorrow's leading conservationists. Assam al-Ghalib, SBS News.